0: Hi, I'm Lizzie, I'm Brenda, and welcome back to Small, small step, Society. step Society, Episode 3, Cultivating Healthy Friendships, Part 2, Strengthening Communication. That's one small step per man, one leap Hey
1: guys, back with another episode. Yay! um let's just get into the song of the moment our weekly segment
0: Mm -hmm. um what
1: is your song of the moment what have you been listening to right this moment
0: yeah the last song that i listened to is called i say no from the west end version of the heather's musical soundtrack beautiful uh, that's funny because "Beautiful" is just the title, like the first track. Is it really? Yeah.
1: Wow, that was crazy. Yeah, I totally know. I totally <laughs> know the soundtrack. That's why I made
0: that. <laughs> how Come about up. you?
1: Um, <laughs> I was listening to "All by Myself" by Celine Dion. I think is how you pronounce it. <laughs> hmm. Were you listening yeah. to it
0: "All by Yourself"?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> was. Crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you get. All, you. Just, sometimes you just gotta put on. Those older tunes. Not that they're old. Older, yes, yeah, brings you back, it really does to my childhood. <laughs> I don't know, you know what? We're not doing a good job of communicating, are we? No, I don't think so. I think we need to learn about it. Should we learn about it right I now? Think, I think we should. Oh my gosh, it's a good thing the camera's on and
0: recording our voices. Yeah, well. Why should we talk about effective communication? Yeah, I'm so glad you asked. For our new listeners, our mini series is called Cultivating Healthy Friendships. And I think not only friendships, but just all relationships are based off of communication. Mm-hmm. And effective communication strengthens the bond between all the involved parties, and it helps to mend friendships and clear any misunderstanding there might be. Mm-hmm. And, of
1: course, there's, like, the more positive outlook on why communication
0: is important. Mm-hmm. It can also help show
1: a friend or whatever it may be. It can show them that you care. You yeah. Know? You always want to have positive feedback in a relationship, friendship,
0: mm-hmm. anything, any any social interaction. It's always good. Yeah. Communication is really important. I learned recently that there are six C's of communication. So, I'm going to quick list them off and then we'll go through them together. Sounds good. So, we have Clear. Concise, concrete, courteous, consideration, and complete, which completes my little mm-hmm. list. So, let's talk about the first one, clear. Mm-hmm. What yeah. does that mean? Clear is the more self-explanatory one, mm-hmm. I think. Um, by having clear communi- communication, you convey your message in a very easy-to-understand way mm-hmm. and aim to share your thoughts The utmost clarity, Mm -hmm. which is a little redundant, (laughs) but I think it gets the point across. Yeah. And this also includes clearly expressing when you're feeling overwhelmed, ignored, and unheard. Yeah. And I think that goes right into the whole point about concision. Mm -hmm. The next C
1: is to also make your message as short and simple as possible. So redundancies probably aren't very helpful for concision, Mm -hmm. just because sometimes... You don't want to get into, like, the whole thing of circular reasoning, you know? Yeah. we are like, this causes this that causes the cause, but that doesn't make sense, does it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, when people say short and sweet, that's what me- we mean by concision. Yeah. And to add on to that, you want to remove filler words
1: if you can. I mean, I know, like, using like and mm-hmm. basically. Um with. and... It's common. all... We all do it. Mm-hmm. But not only that, also avoid using, like, lofty language. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to use... like. I know a thing that is hard to do, especially when like, you're confronting someone or you're like, you're pre-planning what you're going to say is that you like think about your vocabulary and you're like, oh, I need to use this synonym. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just better to just use language that it's you- just easy to understand it makes
0: sense. And just like casual language that you would use on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So then the concision one kind of leads us right into the concrete, which is our Third C, mm-hmm. which is using concise and focused language to drive a point home without any confusion uh-huh. and i think one of the biggest examples that rinda and i personally kind of figured out ourselves is the word just mm-hmm. we were talking about something and we came to the realization that we don't actually like the word just <laughs> no just like let's give examples of how
1: it just can be used mm-hmm. so i can say hey i just wanted to remind you that i need you to get that done by friday when you use just like that i feel like it diminishes everything that you said in the conversation because i know that we usually use just like in in, in a sentence like that like in the workplace or something mm-hmm. to show that we're giving you a, like a gentle reminder mm-hmm. but more than that especially if you already communicated to them that you need whatever to be done by that certain deadline over and over again Mm -hmm. you're just diminishing your point because yeah you're you're just saying I just need you to do this they're like well she's like I'm just reminding you they don't really need it like urgently when in Mm
0: -hmm. fact you do and I think kind of bouncing off of that I feel like just is used in a passive aggressive sense as well so when you've reminded someone multiple times and you go hey i just need you to do this mm, yeah it could be like there's a lot of meaning behind that just but i don't, I don't actually want to really tell <laughs> you i'm yeah. just gonna like passive aggressively put this in there so you get the hint yeah or like i was just trying to help that's also yeah
1: like, mm-hmm. it's like it, yeah it's, it's very passive aggressive and also i feel like when you just sometimes it can just scream like desperation mm-hmm. or neediness In a bad way, to be exact. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah. The next C, courteousness. So, friendliness and honesty go a long way. Like we talked about using the word just. Mm -hmm. When you're using the word just, you're trying to be courteous. You're trying to be courteous, you know? Mm -hmm. But of course, there's better ways of, of going about that. But essentially, when you're being courteous, you just need to remember to be respectful, especially when you're communicating feedback that can be taken more negatively. And I think we did a better, a I going to say good job. I don't want to like tutor <laughs> our own horn. But I think we did a better job of talking about that in communicating boundaries and how, how you should be tactful mm-hmm. so that you avoid offending someone or attacking someone when you're just trying,
0: you're, you're simply trying to communicate. Yeah. Your point. Mm-hmm. That point ties in really well to our next C, which is consideration. Mm-hmm. So consideration is keeping the other person in mind thinking about what's the best method to communicate with them do we have an established communicated method what words should i use to tell them mm-hmm. which th- we covered in our first two episodes with cognitive empathy and also just the established method of communication
1: yeah i um i feel like courteousness and consideration go hand in hand because you what you need to consider what words or like what Topics to stay away from, and that's just like you know, being friendly, like being a nice person, mm-hmm. be respectful. Don't like, don't bring something up that's not relevant to the conversation just to like attack someone.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Um, and of course, that brings us to our last C it's lovely mm-hmm. complete. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have you provide them with all the necessary information so that they truly understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm thinking about what you're going to say before you talk to them so mm-hmm. that y- you actually get everything out that you want to get out and they understand what you're saying, which brings me to my next point, moving out of the seas. Mm-hmm. You should write down your feelings before approaching a conversation. Um, that way, not only do you not lose sight of your goal and like get wrapped up into like completely different train of thought. Um, you also don't want to overwhelm the other person by just like vomiting out everything you have ever want to say in your life to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I, i already talked about this in the last episode these mm-hmm. are all very closely related episodes in case you couldn't tell yeah um which is why it's a theories um but i explained like how you don't want to like just keep talking to fill silences and then like you say like a bunch of like five different points and then you're really getting nowhere because they feel attacked
0: you're not being concise and you kind of just screwed the whole thing up <laughs> yeah but i really like that concept of writing things down because you can hit all the Cs mm-hmm. and you can make sure that you are effectively communicating yeah. with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think
1: that's why people sometimes uh, prefer to like write things down or like like write an email or rather than confronting a person. Yeah. Not only because like confronting a person means you actually have to see the other person, <laughs> which can you know it can be hard, but also that way you like really get your thoughts in order, mm-hmm. so that you know you don't waste their time too. Mm-hmm. You know that would also be bad.
0: Yeah, it's just like writing an essay. You want an outline. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't script it, but you, you put the words out. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: nice. Kind of how we talked about in boundar- in the boundaries episode. You need to like practice some kind of introspection or like just really getting your thoughts in order before you, you know, go and communicate them to whoever you need to do that mm-hmm. with. Um. So that involves prioritizing self-care. We'll also dive into this in further episodes. So that's a little (laughs) sneak peek. Um, But basically that means like you need to put your peace of mind over others. I think we both have struggled with this Mm -hmm. in communication or like like having that kind of boundary talk with someone is sometimes people just they're just not going to understand where you're coming from. Like no matter how hard you try to explain something. Sometimes it's just like a, it's a difference in values or different beliefs or just, you know. And
0: just like your upbringing could be different too.
1: Yeah. Like there's so many things that uh, factor into how someone perceives what you're saying and actually takes that into account. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if, you know, you've tried your best to, or tried to the fullest of your capacity and, the, and how much ever your mind can take mm-hmm. of like spending time on the topic. I don't know if that made sense. But if you've had enough of it. Um just you you need to just take a step back and be like okay you know I'm going to prioritize myself over this friendship because clearly it's all, clearly it's not working out and
0: I need to move on. Um yet yeah, with that comes reminding people about your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And also sticking with your boundaries as well because like we talked about last th- last episode by setting boundaries you are doing self-care. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So,
1: yeah. And when you're doing this, it doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want, obviously. There's some kind of middle ground. So it it is still up to you to, like, evaluate the situation and make sure you're still treating the other person fairly. But at the end of the day, you know, don't just, like, throw away everything that's going on in your mind and, like, stressing yourself out if it's not helping the situation at all.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why communication is so hard because you still want to put yourself out there and put your thoughts out there, but you don't want to be mean about it. Yeah, and it's a hard balance. Uh-huh. It's, a it, it's
1: also so hard co- to come with. Oh my god, it's so hard to come to terms with the fact that like someone just doesn't know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Because then it feels like it's almost a you problem. You're like, why well, don't they like, understand? Like, am I wrong? Am mm. I? Am I not? Am I not effectively communicating?
0: Mm. And I don't tell you about that. (laughs) It's hard. So I think respecting yourself also means learning to be assertive and standing up for yourself as well. Yeah. So this could be not being afraid to say no. Mm -hmm. Which saying no is so hard at times. Oh, it's so difficult. Yeah. And especially when you're caught off guard. Oh, my
1: gosh. Mm -hmm. It can be especially if you're a people pleaser. Yes. Which self-identified people pleaser
0: mm-hmm yeah but i think saying no is very important in any relationship mm-hmm. yeah if you feel a certain way you just say it because it's going to c- come to that eventually and then it's just
1: it's worse i feel like to do it later mm-hmm. obviously so acceptable don't just like not say no later because yeah you feel like it's not going to go anywhere it reflects badly on you always say no if you feel that way do it sooner rather than later mm-hmm. with that I think another reason why people don't say no, like when they first feel it, is because they we are afraid to lose somebody. <laughs> um but you know, I it's it's funny how the human mind works. I'm gonna get all psychology on you. <laughs> but you know, like when I feel like when you're like ruminating on something, um, you have like all the negative feelings outweigh the bad ones or whoa, negative feelings outweigh the good ones, mm-hmm. the positive feelings. But then suddenly when you're like thinking about, oh my gosh, I could lose this person, then it's like, oh, all the good memories come back and Mm -hmm. you forget all the bad ones. Um, Which I think usually stems from some kind of fear of rejection or Mm -hmm. whatever. But that is not a good reason. I'm going to be honest. Your mind is selectively focusing on things. And at the end of the day, if you have felt that way, there is a reason why you have felt the way that you do. And you need to
0: face it. I think this fear of losing somebody is very real and very relatable. So far, we've covered more of the confrontational communication styles, but that's not the only kind of communication there is. There's more positive ones. Like what? Like the ones you use in friendships. The positive feedback, like you mentioned earlier this episode. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So I think it's kind of like a
1: growth-minded approach, if you will. Mm -hmm. So one way you can do that is just really listening to the other person. Mm. She just did it. You see, that's yeah. positive feedback, like making hmm, or well, maybe not that. Like nice. responding, yeah, like responsive noises. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> now we're so aware. aware. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but you know, if if see, like that helps me under realize that okay, you do. Well. No, that gives me the um, that gives me the assurance that you're really listening to me and you're not like zoned out Mm -hmm. and also that you understand yeah so why do we care if the other person knows that we're listening to them
0: because i think the more you show that you listen or the more that you actually really listen the more they'll open up and then the more you really listen the more they'll open up and it's a positive cycle on and on and then you have a closer bond and you get closer in your friendship yeah Mm -hmm. and that's basically all there is so that's friendship yeah but episode's (laughs) up. But within a friendship, I think it's a mutual understanding that a lot of that almost everyone has that you don't want friends where you don't need friends who are gonna beat you up. Yeah I and mean, shut we, you down. We build friendships so that we can like laugh together and mm-hmm. and cry together in a good way. And have fun. Yeah. And even if it's not crying together in a bad way, like to support them even. That's what I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, even if you don't agree with some like Like, even if I didn't agree with your way of solving a problem, Mm -hmm. I should still support you. Obviously, I can give you my feedback, be like, maybe you should think about this in another way, maybe. Mm -hmm. But if, like, your mind is set on something and it's not, like, actually, like, hurting anyone, like, whatever you're doing, Mm -hmm. then my job as a friend and probably what I want to do is just to be there for you and support you and, you know, just let you know that I care about what's going on.
0: Yeah, exactly. Along with that, just making sure that. You're with them in the battle that, whatever battle that they're facing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if it's an an internal battle. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything about it, but you can be there. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with that,
1: of course, if someone, if someone comes to you with a problem, you don't want to just give them unwanted advice. I feel like Mm -hmm. I might've mentioned this on a previous episode. I don't remember, but this is what I always say. You should ask someone when they're like ranting to you or when they're telling you about a problem. You should ask them, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you advice? Mm-hmm. Because some people just, they just need someone to listen to them. And other people, they want someone to actually like help them out, like help them through whatever's going on. And I know I struggle with that because like my automatic reaction when someone tells me they have problems, like, I'm like, how can I fix it? What can I do? Mm-hmm. To them?" I, I need to be there for them. And sometimes being for there for them just means
0: saying, I heard you. Mm-hmm. They just need a sounding board. Yeah. And this last point kind of ties back to the first point of being real, not like the little social media app that is quite (laughs) popular right now, but um, being open and honest and being present. I learned somewhere that little kids are actually really good at this, Mm. being real, being open and honest, because they haven't grown up enough to learn all the social nuances, to hide their feelings and please the other person. So... Channel your inner child and yeah. be there. Be present. True. Yeah. But there's
1: moderation there. Don't just like yes. say whatever's on your mind. Right. That could go really badly. Right. Just remember, it's not about you. And this brings me to a nice philosophical tangent. <laughs> um, I came across this quote from the 19th century German philosopher Nietzsche, um, And so he writes in this text, I believe, called Human All to Human. Maybe it's a book. Whatever. Um, he writes in a quote. A good writer possesses not only his own spirit, but also the spirit of his friends. A note on So most of his notable contributions to philosophy are set on this concept of life affirmation. More specifically, he questioned any doctrine or any belief um, that drained life energies because um, he believed that you should reject them. Even if they are socially relevant, mm. so I think like a really quick basic example of this in today's world would be social media. Mm. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm sure you feel this too. Like a lot of people feel, uh pressured to be on social media because it it's like how you stay connected mm-hmm. and with people. You know, it's like it's it's basically all consuming. But if you feel like social media doesn't bring you any joy, then according to Nietzsche's philosophy, you should just let it go and you should do what makes you happy mm-hmm. because it's not hurting anybody else. So I bring his whole doctrine and ho- his whole belief system up because no matter what your views are on Nishi or whether you um, agree with his philosophy, this quote is especially relevant to a conversation because being that it came from Nishi that means it didn't come from a place of being socially appropriate, but rather from a place of doing the healthy thing, doing what positively affects your own self. Mm-hmm. And of course there happens to be mutual benefit from this this interpretation of his words that i'm about to give you um so just to reiterate the quote in case you forgot (laughs) now that you have all this information a good writer possesses not only his own spirit but also the spirit of his friends Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so the first part of the quote a good writer possesses not only his own spirit um is talking about the more introspective part of communication Mm -hmm. i think Mm -hmm. like thinking about what you want to say what is your own spirit what are your values what do you really want to convey to the other person and then the second part of the quote, also the spirit of his friends. So, I need to get in your head. Um, no, I need to take on your point of view. Mm. Uh, so think about. So it's more of like an outward thinking. So thinking about what's going on in your in your head or like the other person's head, mm-hmm. and ensuring or trying your best to um, ensure that what you're going to say is not going to elicit a non-negative. No, what you say is going to elicit a non-negative reaction in them. And I say non negative because um as long as you're not hurting the other person as if, as long as you're not causing a negative reaction, um, just putting that information out there and putting what you believe or what you're wanting to convey out there is just always going to be beneficial.
0: It's hmm. um, very interesting.
1: Yeah. So like a more low level uh like summary of sorry. I guess a more low level summary of this quote. It's basically what I'm trying to say is communication is a two-way street. So there needs to be honesty going both ways. So I need to be – or the initiator of the communication needs to be honest about what they're feeling. And the person receiving the communication needs to be honest about how they're interpreting what is being said and how they're they're taking in whatever is being said. And, of course, there needs to be a good mutual understanding of what is being communicated. Mm-hmm fun little relation to the podcast is i think podcasting is a little more difficult even though we don't have like a live audience which means like if we mess something up we can say it again or like mm-hmm. if we feel like something's not clear we can re-say it yes it's edited i know crazy what uh <laughs> but it also means that we're not getting that positive feedback from whoever is on the other side of the camera or the mm-hmm. screen we don't we don't know if we're being effective communicators so we're trying our best mm mm-hmm
0: that's why you should rate and review because that really helps (laughs) (laughs) it does give us feedback we want to know what you think yeah on the topic of communication is a two-way street it brings us right to reciprocating Mm. Mm -hmm. so if your friend lends you a listening ear in a situation that you need help with and you really appreciate it show them show them your appreciation and we understand feelings are hard to talk about maybe you're not much of like a feelings person and feels mushy and gross (laughs) but you can give them a small gift maybe do their chores if you guys have chores um invite them out to dinner Mm -hmm. just show a little appreciation and i'm sure they would be like oh thank you and then it's that positive feedback loop again Mm -hmm. if you're struggling on thinking of ways to show them your appreciation think of the love languages we have physical touch you can give them a hug you can give them a high five whatever floats your boat we have words of affirmation saying thank you that really helped gift giving giving them a gift card of their favorite restaurant i don't know quality time taking them out to dinner we have acts of service like doing their chores or whatnot yeah so yeah love languages are more than just romantic relationships yes love languages are for all relationships so as we wrap up this episode on communication, there's a couple of things that we should talk about again just so we really understand how to establish good communication skills. Mm-hmm. So, so first, we have the power of active listening, being present, being there for someone when they're talking, and showing them in your body mannerisms, nodding, mm-hmm, things like that. Mm-hmm. Or even, like, restating what they've said
1: back to them so mm-hmm. that you make sure that you've understood what they're saying.
0: Exactly. Making sure you guys are on the same page. It's perfect. The Berkeley Wellbeing Institute had a quote that I really liked. So, they said, In contrast to passively listening, the active listener has a clear goal in mind to capture and reflect both the emotional experience and the ideological perspective of the speaker. As part of active listening, but also I feel like in
1: just general to communication, is... You should be careful to withhold judgment. So don't like interrupt someone if they're telling you how they feel and like just immediately just shut them down. You need to keep an open mind Mm -hmm. to accept new ideas and keep your thoughts and ideas on the back burner. And then once they're finished talking, try to see how you can reconcile those two different viewpoints in your mind and Mm -hmm. maybe like come almost come to a compromise in your own mind or at least consider what's being said.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think you bring up a good point that you should try to remember conversations that you, ha- you had you had with the person before.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, specif- specificity is good because you go from surface level conversations to something more deeper, the ones that you can connect more with because you remembered something mm-hmm. about them.
1: Yeah, which I think like goes back to the whole point of why effective communication is so helpful mm-hmm. because you connect with them. That's and the end goal of everything.
0: Yeah, and that's why we communicate to have friends yeah and basically that is
1: how you cultivate healthy friendship, I guess, yeah yeah
0: again, we're not experts <laughs> in on any of this, but we're trying our best, yes, we want it we learn so much all the time,
1: yeah, no, like <laughs>
0: I mean I, we already went into that last episode, but yeah
1: um yeah i i I yeah,
0: and yep. this is just us kind of sharing what we learned over the mm-hmm. week
1: yeah and if if anyone has
0: any feedback any any tips they'd like to add anything they maybe don't agree with yeah feel free to leave it in the comments yeah anything we missed i we would love to learn more about it too, oh for sure so or any any quotes that inspire you too, yeah in communication mm-hmm. just really anything just let us know and you can find us on apple Podcasts, google
1: Podcasts, spotify you can also find the video version of us, if you're not already watching, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Just anywhere you can find podcasts, except where you can't.
0: Yep. And that was Cultivating Healthy Friendships. Yeah. See you next Sunday. Bye. One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind.